Busters podcast. My name is Garner, and as always, I'm joined by Krishna. And we're coming off what I would say is the most painful, painful week of our Boogie Busters career. Um, and it's not necessarily due to the total units lost, but because obviously the week six massacre was will always be always be the worst you know, always be the the valley fingers crossed but, yeah <laughs> but this week was so painful because of how how perfectly we're calling the morning games i'd say in the nfl and how mm-hmm. it just collapsed in the in the afternoon and going to the primetime games so our final stats for week eight um we were down 1.57 units in college um i did pretty bad there uh nfl we gained 0.35 units despite losing our our like final nine bets which is pretty crazy um and then guarantee bags, we went one and one, so we lost 0.18 units there for a total of minus 1.4 units, uh, which keeps our yeah. podcast total. Our podcast total still in the green. We're at 14.11 units, but we've been a little stagnant these past couple weeks. Um, a little unfortunate. You want to take us through where our best bets were because we did have some very very nice bets. Yeah, like you said, that those morning games went really well. Um, we called that Jets. The Jets game is probably Mike the White. game of like the year. Yeah, Mike White really came through for us. We had the spread and the money line at plus 425. That was amazing. Um, we also called the Panthers game perfectly. Had a little parlay there that we got. Um, basically, all the morning games went just super according to plan. Yeah, that's what made it painful when we just completely took a dive yeah. after. We were up like 10 um, units or something. Yeah, and then like just that Titans game was also called perfectly, and I couldn't have asked for more there. Yeah. Um... Also, my guarantee back in the morning, too, with the Rams. Uh, and that was, like, super comfortable. Um, but after that, pretty much everything went downhill. Chargers blew it um, for you. Uh, Bucks blew it. Uh, trying to refresh my memory here. Football team blew it. Uh, Ricky Seals Jones the blew it. <laughs> Vikings yeah, blew Giants, it. And my God, Jones. the Giants. The Giants absolutely blew it. Um, and yeah, that was so we were like we really, had three bets on that game, and we were hoping that would bring us back, and they just completely fucked yeah. everything up. <laughs> so a lot of a lot of pain there, but um, I guess moving on, the week was pretty crazy. I mean, I feel like this has about been the craziest week in the NFL so far in recent mm-hmm. memory. I'd say with all the storylines, um, obviously just before before yeah before all the storylines this week, um, there were a lot of like injuries in those games. Um, and I think the two biggest to talk about are. Uh, Jameis Winston of the Saints and Derrick Henry of the Titans. So my question to you is how do these injuries affect these teams and how do you view them differently moving forward? Just absolutely devastating. I mean, without Jameis, Jameis has actually been playing really well for the Saints. Like, given I don't what, know if I use the word devastating, though, for Jameis. Yes. I mean, come on. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think we could put these two injuries in the same category. you got to cons- <laughs> consider the offensive weapons that they had. I'm not going to say it's as bad as Derrick Henry, but – when we look at his numbers, consider what he had, what he was working with on that team, just basically Marquez Callaway and then absolutely nothing else other than Camara and the receiving game. I don't know. I think their playoff hopes are just gone. And then yeah. the Titans, the, with the, way, the way the Colts are playing and the fact that the Titans lost Henry, I think the Colts are set up to take the AFC South better than ever if they want it. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that, bro. The, the lo- if they would have lost that game against the Colts, um, especially with the Colts game, the win against the Jets. I think that would have been very – it'd be very up for grabs. But with the two with the with the full um, head-to-head matchup advantage, I think the Titans still comfortably win. And I think they could be a sneaky – a very sneaky pick for, like, top AFC seed almost, I want to say. It's a little bold, but 
Interesting. Interesting. I, I do have, I, I was looking earlier, I have a bet that I, a huge like futures bet that we'll talk about later. Um, I think almost as important as the James injury on the Saints is that Michael Thomas is not coming back anymore. Um, yeah. I know it was rumored that he was going to like, probably like after their buy, like, or one of these weeks, and that would have been a huge boost to their offense, but they're not going to get any reinforcements, maybe OBJ, but um, yeah, it's not going to be, it's not going to be, it's not going to be pretty down the stretch for the Saints. Their wins are going to come through their defense. Um, Completely agree. She, I just realized I forgot to make college football picks. <laughs> um, Are we going probably, probably, this week probably, <laughs> guess we're going pickless. Um, I don't even know what the spread on the Northwestern game is, so I'll probably tweet out some picks. Um, at Bookie just Buster, raw dogging this week with yeah. our with our NFL picks. It, it this is a, been, yeah, this is a the college picks have a, saved us many yeah. weeks this year. This is going to be the true test, but um, yeah, this is going to be a little bit more of a of a discourse, I'd say, than uh. Then, like, because we've been pretty busy, um, just hopping in, yeah, a bit of a tight schedule. But you know, we had to yeah, get the pot just, out for you. For right, we're listeners. just gonna talk through these games. Uh, hopefully, yeah. you know, give us some pick, give out the picks after. <laughs> uh, we'll be, we'll be giving out, we'll be giving out picks, of course. Otherwise, there's, we don't have, serve a purpose. But college, <laughs> no picks. I'll probably tweet them. Um, let's just hop right into our guaranteed bags. You want to start us off? Chargers let you down last week. Patriots destroyed them, and now you're going. To the Patriots, I'm, I believe, right? I'm flipping. I'm going. I'm bandwagoning the Patriots now, going from the Chargers to the pa- the Pats. Uh, but that spread just seems against an all purely awful Panthers team. It feels almost like a trap that the spread is minus three and a half, especially with the Patriots, you know, blowing out the Jets, a team that might be almost as almost as good as the Panthers. I got to yeah. go with the. I mean, obviously, the Panthers have a better defense, um, but I'll go with the Patriots minus three and a half here. Um, the game, I'm thinking the game just, it, it's a blowout here. I mean, my predicted score was 44 to 10, which is like, that just goes to show how much I think the pit, the pass, like destroy. Yeah. Um, I think you're, I think you're giving the Panthers offense about the credit they deserve. 10 points sounds about right. Um, I think McCaffrey might play. It's kind of a big deal, but I'm not too worried. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said he'd be on limited staff kind of believe. Well, I think you're not giving enough credit to is actually the, uh, Panthers defense. I think it's it's a very valid defense, probably upper half. Uh, DVOA, they rank eighth, actually. Um, yeah, so I don't see a 44-point um, explosion in the Patriots, like in the realm of possibilities. But I just don't see the um, Panthers getting any, like, any sort of offensive production here. Uh, I think they are one of the worst teams in the league. Their wins are extremely fraudulent. Uh, the win against the Saints are going to go down as one of the weirdest wins of the year, I think. And I really like their team total under 19 and a half. I don't think they get there against this solid uh, New England defense unless Mac Jones makes a few like bad plays or something. Um, I think the only way they win is a pick six or something like that. So I like three and a half. And to be honest, I don't think it's really a trap spread because they're on the road and the Pats still aren't that good. So I think three and a half sounds about right. Like the Pats shouldn't be seven and a half point favorites or anything. Um, yeah, I mean, I think if I had maybe six and a half at the most, but I think a touchdown win is all but guaranteed here. I like it. I like it. Um, mine, going back to the player prop well, this is a player that's uh, – I mean, he's been pretty disappointing this year, for being honest. Um, and it's Dalvin Cook. He hasn't really done much so far, um, but he always has, always has a talent. I think this is a game where you really see that talent on full display against the Ravens. Um I guess 
we should probably be introducing the spread. I don't even know if we we did the over under on the we didn't do that on the past game, game, but game either, yeah. you know, like we said, we're raw on this week a little. It's been <laughs> it's been yeah. a hectic. Uh, Ravens six point favorites over under forty nine and a half. Um, I really feel passionately about this game. I mean, I think I could have gone, I could have gone a lot of different ways um, with this game, but I think all of my feelings on this game kind of funnel into this Dalvin Cook prop, which is over ninety six and a half total yards. Um, the Ravens defense has been extremely fraudulent this year. Um, I think people hear like Baltimore and like you just kind of assume that their defense is good. It's associated with a good defense, yeah. Yeah, not the case. 24th in DVOA. This year, 24th in DVOA. Yeah. <laughs> you literally plagiarizing me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Dalvin Cook should get his. I think this is Justin Jefferson week two. Um, I think points are going to be flying up. On the other hand, Vikings defense also pretty terrible. Um, Looking for that DVOA, it is fourth. That just is not true. Their defense is not good. <laughs> I know, I know. It's, it's not really fair yeah. to pick and choose where you use DVOA, but it's not, um, especially against the pass. Lamar should be able to get his. Um, these two teams match up really well offensively, I think. And it's a little scary because both these teams have shown that they can play low-scoring games and like play down to their opponent. Um, some, like some memories I can think of are like both their games. They both played the lions, both really close. Yeah. Um, Baltimore Vikings, lions game came to yeah. Mind. Ravens playing down to who would they play? Who, who else they almost lose to? Uh, I can't remember. Vikings, Vikings like playing down uh, to the Bengals, I guess. I, I don't know if that's playing down, but they just, they match the level of competition. Like they've all been, they've been in close games. Uh, I mean, they straight the up lost to the Bengals. Yeah. We just lost to the Jets <laughs> this week. Yeah. But I just think, I just think this is a high-scoring affair. We've got the over 49 and a half, and I think the Vikings can keep it close. Uh, laying a full possession is just way too much. So we've got Vikings plus six, and we've also got a little bit of a sprinkle on the money line at plus 220. It's just too much value for two teams that are, I, think, I view as pretty even. Yeah. Yeah, you summed it up perfectly. Yeah, I, I've, I feel very strongly about this game. If it goes – if the Ravens come and blow out or finish like 17-13, I'm going to be very, very surprised – I think there's probably if you if I had like the perfect in like a perfect world I'd probably um lie try to live bet maybe not bet the spread before see I think the Ravens could get out to an early lead you get like Vikings plus like ten Vikings plus fourteen I think you'll see that line at some point in the game but by the end of the game I think Vikings plus six is the play all right so those are our guaranteed bags moving on to week nine games um, Jets and Colts we called. We called honestly very, very well. Uh, we tweeted out the picks. We had um, Colts team total over 28 and Colts alternate spreads minus 14 and minus 17. Uh, we felt the we felt the backdoor Seven. cover for the first time. It's pretty brutal. Yeah, the 17 looked really good for most of the game. They were up by like yeah. 23. But and then Josh Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson came, came to through. Play, yeah. Literally the most default name. I don't know how you go from Mike White to Josh Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> they right. actually just got the NPCs lined up. But um he looked I mean he looked he looked pretty good. Colts I I feel like the biggest takeaway is that Colts D is really not like a top ten D. Um because like you can't really like like he's not Josh Johnson isn't good. Like come on. <laughs> no. Um but their offense looks good. Carson Wentz looks good. But uh, first game, Raiders at Giants. Giants three-point home dogs with an over-under 46-and-a-half. Um, I mean, like you said, like we said, we're just going to talk through these games. What do you like here? I think right, I like the Raiders to dub here. 
I think t- the two and a half number is pretty key because I could see a field yeah. goal victory for them. Yeah. Um, other Grab, than that, yeah. you know what? I'm, we, I'm not super confident leaning one way or another in the over under 46 and a half. I'm not, I'm not really sure how I feel. I don't feel too strongly about any narrative here. Yeah, we grabbed, I mean, we grabbed the two and a half uh, back before. Now it's at three, three and a half you can find. Um, I still play it at three and a half. I think Raiders blood is totally in the cards here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. This Giants team is just, this is a team that we have called. I will say the New York teams have made us some serious money this year. We've called the Giants games perfectly, and we've bet on the New York Jets money line twice, and we've hit it two times, and they have two wins. So, um, yeah, they've been our money makers, and we know when to fade them. We know when to bet on them. This seems like a spot that the Giants are just. Um, I don't know. It just it just seems like a sleepy spot for the Giants against a team that they could theoretically beat. Obviously, three point spread um, at home, but I don't know. Um, you got the Raiders rolling right now. Beat the Broncos yeah. by ten. Beat the Eagles by ten. I think the Eagles are not the Eagles. The Raiders are a legit team. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm willing to, I'm willing to admit that. I know we've started, we started on them in the past, but they're, they're valid. They're valid. Lock they're them valid. in, lock them in is valid. The Giants, obviously not valid. Three is too short. Um, we've also got some props. Edwards, Brian Edwards, that is. For those of you who may be unfamiliar, um, anytime touchdown score at plus 255. I mean, it's really anyone's guess who their number one receiver is. Uh, I think Edwards has the most touchdown upside, with especially with Henry Ruggs, um, <laughs> no longer in the league, no longer in a free Football man, <laughs> ending. yeah, <laughs> no longer anywhere. Um, I think Edwards could step up. I think it's a big Waller game. He's been pretty quiet this year. Fifty-nine and a half receiving yards. Uh, we're all over that. The over, of course. Yeah, um, big bounce back for Waller here. And you've got. You've got questions all over the Giants. I think Sterling Shepard's out. He's actually a very important part of their offense. They get Kadarius Tony back, but mm-hmm. Saquon's probably no still Saquon. gone. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, think it's, I don't know if it's confirmed, is it? Yeah, I think I saw that on Fantasy. Oh, shit. Not from COVID, though, right? That was like a, a false negative or false positive. Yeah, no, a false positive. Yeah, he just yeah. ruled out through the ankle thing again. All right. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's a terrible game. We've We've spoken too long. Those are our picks. Falcons and Saints, this is another terrible game. Um, minus six, Saints are six-point favorites. 42 over under. And it has been officially announced that Trevor Simeon is the starter. Trevor Seaman. No Taysom. Um, uh, Taysom is healthy, but he's not starting, which I think is pretty smart because, I mean, he's he's like what? He, got, he had a concussion, right? And just think about his play style. Like, yeah. He, he'd probably be gone on the first he's gonna play. He's going to run the ball a lot. Yeah, it's not super. Yeah. I'm sure he'll get some play. It's maybe play a tight end or something. Uh, I don't know. Where do you, where do you lean on the spread? Because for me, it's, it seems about right. If anything, I think it's probably a little too much for a team that's led by Trevor Seaman. But... <laughs> I think – I mean, I think he uh, – I think he, he looked decent out there against the Bucks. He made some good plays. I mean, Bucks secondary isn't anything to write home about. Um, I'm feeling like a Saints blowout here, to be honest. I think the spread, the spread should be accurate with Simeon in there, but thinking the Saints can, I'm thinking the Saints probably give him a work. The defense, but nevertheless, is so, yeah, yeah. Nevertheless, I expect both teams to put up points. I expect both teams to put up points just because the really? defenses aren't. No, the defenses, no. the Saints D. 
Saints, he's probably second best in the league, maybe best. Really? IMO, yeah. Interesting. I don't know what their DVOA is, but their defense is crazy. Um, I was going to no, say is – Okay, yeah. I was going to say I don't see how the Falcons put up points, but I think they will. <laughs> so I don't necessarily disagree with you. Um, it just feels like, you know, tight divisional game. I don't, I don't think it's going to be like a low-scoring one. Obviously, the over/under is very low, um, and it hurts to take the over in a game that's where the quarterbacks are Matt Ryan and Trevor Simeon. But it's something we're going to do, um, and we're also going to grab Kamara two plus touchdowns. We're one for that, one for one with that bet on the year, and we're going to try it again here, plus three ninety this time. Got some better odds. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Um, I mean, yeah. Falcons defense, Saints should be able to move the ball. So it's just a matter of if Matt Ryan can do anything. Still no Calvin Ridley, but it just, it feels, it feels like he will. He'll be able to move the ball. And 41 is just too low not to take. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't necessarily be surprised if this game ends up like 17 to 13, but. Yeah. It's always in the realm of possibilities. Yeah. All right. You want to take us on to Bills, Jags? Yes, Bills road against Jaguars. Jags fourteen and a half point dogs over under forty nine. Um, not much to say about this game at all, other than the Bills probably blow them out. Spread, yeah, spread tells the tale. Jags suck. Bills good. Um, honestly, if I lean to side, I lean to the Bills. Uh, it's just hard to see the Jaguars putting up points here. Um, it's not like they've. They have an underrated offense or or anything like that. Meanwhile, the Bill, the Bills have um, what I view as a slightly defense. overrated defense, but still yeah. top five in the league. Still great, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, they've shut out the likes of the Dolphins, Texans, football team. I mean, they're like the Jaguars are just as bad as those teams. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence hasn't really proven that he can. You can yeah. keep them in games against good teams, you know. So I like I like Bills minus fourteen and a half. Um, I don't know if you want to play that. I'd be willing to if you're down. Yeah, if I if I get, do you think there's, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll throw it in there. Live bet, those always work. Bills minus fourteen and a half versus Jags. It'll be nice to get some action in the game. Yeah, give us a reason to watch. All right. Um, I mean, I have a question. Do you think the Bills are the best team in the in the NFL still? I know they're the Super Bowl favorites, but no, I think I think the Bucks are still the best team. Maybe the Bills are in the same tier as the Rams. I think. Uh, yeah, interesting. For me, it goes Rams, Bucks, Bills. Yeah, I think maybe those three are like the. I have you in the same the same categories like the Cowboys, probably, maybe a little better. All right, Better defense, I think. Moving on, Browns at Bengals. Bengals two-and-a-half-point favorites at home with a 47 over-under. Um, this is the week – I'll say right now, this is the week of the teaser. Um, there's a lot of good teaser legs. There's a lot of opportunities for teasers. And Browns tease up to eight-and-a-half is really, really good, I think. Um, I don't know. How do you see this game going? Because, to be honest, I really don't know. Even though we have bets on it, it's like – it's a tough one. Teams, they seem pretty evenly matched as of late. I mean, the Bengals, you could say, look even better than the Browns, and that's why they're favored. But 
I'm not sure. The Browns have their pieces back. They just released OBJ, but I'm I still, you know, this this feels like a classic 24 to 21, 27 to 24. It could go either way, you know. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Feels like a field goal game, so we're gonna take the team that's getting a field goal. Uh, we were able to get Browns, Browns plus three. Um, I know we question whether or not we won the money line. I don't think there's like a lot of value on the money line, just because I don't know. You want you don't want to go too hard on a team that that there's like you know a lot of like question marks around, especially with OBJ's release. I I don't like he doesn't move the move the needle at all for me personally. Um, I think he he's been, been better a, than the stats indicate, but yeah, he has been. Game I mean, he hasn't been a factor though. Yeah. Um. What do you lean on the total? Because the Browns are obviously a run-heavy team, but if they're going to want to match the Bengals' um, passing offense, they're probably going to have to, you know, air it out a little bit. So, what are your thoughts here? Because I know we have an official think, bet, but yeah, I mean, I think the Cincinnati's pass defense, thirteenth in DVOA, that's not, it's not great. Or seventeenth, sorry, that's not great. I think Baker can, ex- Baker will uh, yeah. have us perform solidly. I'm going to uh, make a. I'm gonna make a bold proclamation. The Bengals' mm-hmm. offense is not good. Uh, I like. I don't think their offense is good. You can disagree with me. I think that's it's definitely a hot take. But I still don't think they're a good, very good football team. I think the best part of their team is their defense. I'm assuming you disagree. I'm assuming you disagree. Yeah, I do. I do disagree. I think Burrow, Burrow, and the guys, Chase, Boyd, and Higgins, they've they've got some juice. You know, oh yeah, really they have talent. They have talent. That, that but, yeah, like that team is liable to pass for like you know 300 plus yards any any week, any game, you know. Yeah, I just still don't view them, I don't view them as a good offense. Yeah, I, I, I view them as solid, put them in the same category for me as like it's tricky to have ooh. confidence in a defense that just I don't let, know, yeah. uh, let Mike White and the Jets put up 34 on them. Yeah, yeah, no, I know it's a yeah, but. Browns have not looked like them, their usual selves, so we'll see. It should be a good game. And we're grabbing the under 47, just to clarify. Yeah. Uh, that's our official bet. All right, we already talked about Patriots and Panthers. Um, Broncos at Cowboys, 9.5 point spread. Cowboys at home, um, 49.5 over under. Uh, we're back in the boys. I mean, I think we're we're pretty unanimous on this one. Uh, I think it could get real ugly. Assuming Dak is fully healthy, he's going to play, but hopefully he's, you know, they're not capping at all and he's actually 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I you know. know, part of what makes the Cowboys offense so deadly is also just Sneak and Pollard being like the best, one of the best backfields in the league. Uh, Pollard's been a good change of pace back for him. I think, uh, yeah, Cowboys should, should be some Cowboys destruction here. Yeah, additionally, so I know I talked about Baltimore earlier as a defense that you you hear the name and you're like Baltimore's good defense. I'd say same thing with Denver, and they're also a terrible defense. Um, terrible defense, 27th in rush, 21st in pass according to DVOA. Meanwhile, the Cowboys on the other hand have actually been a very solid defense this year. Um, and the and the, and the, the Broncos have nothing on offense. Additionally, you trade away your best player, kind of like the player that like symbolizes. Like I know it's a defensive it's a defensive player, so it's never going to be like as important but it's essentially like if like if the packers trade away like aaron Rodgers, like that's kind of what von miller kind of means to like denver so that's like mm-hmm. such a terrible such a terrible look especially when your team's four and four like in contention i know he had injuries it might have been the best move for I'm the not future sure why they did that do you know what what do they get in return for Von? 
a couple draft picks. I mean, it's just like offloading salary. Like it could be the right move. Like this, like obviously if you want to win this year, it's not the right move, but for the future, it's probably the right move. Um, I mean, the Broncos are terrible. I don't know if you agree or disagree, but I think they're so bad. (laughs) Not a good team. I'm not even I mean, saying I'm saying terrible like watch, even with like bottom three without Von Miller I'm I'm, t- I'm talking like Lions Texans Broncos Jets <laughs> yeah they're in that they're in that bottom five they're in that tier sure. so nine and a half is just a little too short um yeah I, I mean, think if, that's even about if it. you want to go alternate here you could go like thirteen and a half I worry uh, I worry about alternate a little bit just because I think they'll be looking to protect to protect Dak a little bit, you know, they're not going to have him mm-hmm. doing all types of crazy things. I think if they got to a nice little lead, they might just run away the clock. Um, but I think Dallas True. team total yeah, over or point. Broncos team total under is a good look too, but we're going with the spread nine and a half getting, catching the 10 is good. Um, all right. We spoke on Vikings at Ravens. That should be, in my opinion, probably game of the week. Um, Texans and dolphins. Yeah. Very sad. Very sad. Yeah, game. Just nauseating. I'm, I'm, uh, they just come to an agreement <laughs> to not play this game. Um, I believe the spreads, the spreads down to five and a half now that Tyrod Taylor has been announced a starter. Um, I don't even know how to think how to think about this game. Like, okay, like the Dolphins are six point favorites, <laughs> but they like suck. Like, how bad do the Texans are the Texans really that you can be playing another one and seven team and be and still be six point underdogs? <laughs> Right. Yeah, that that sums up the Texans so perfectly. <laughs> Playing another one in seven team and still being six and a half point dogs. It's unbelievable how bad they've been. Um, um, I will say, you, who are you leaning on the spread? I want to ask you that. I think at six and a half originally with Davis Mills, I think that there was value in the Dolphins because um, mm-hmm. I do think they are the much better team. Yeah. Um, but now with Tyra Taylor being announced as starter and Tua popping up on the injury report and Devontae Parker, um, not that he really like is even a player but but just like things going the right way for the texans and the wrong way for the dolphins and the spread only moving half a point i think there's probably now value with the texans at plus six um either way i'm not touching it and i do like the dolphins teaser i think the dolphins win this game think, what do you think about looking at some Jalen waddle props with no Devonte parker i actually like the look i like the looks of that i think some. i don't know why he just popped into my mind right there what about some what about some nico collins props too Ooh, i'm seeing 54 and a half receiving yards the over is juiced to minus one thirty though. I, I'm. Yeah, I don't know about that. I, uh, minus one thirty. I kind of like it. How about like a sicky? Fifty and a half. It's not much better. I like a Jasicki anytime touchdown. How about uh, water receptions? Because he's 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 not much of a deep threat. Over five yeah. and a half. I kind of like that at plus money. Yeah, should we do it? Let's do it. Yeah. He got 12 oh, yeah. targets against Buffalo. Waddle over five and a half receptions, plus 100. And then the player I, w- I was looking for this week is that boy, Nico Collins. Is he number that, two on the Texans? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say he's about there. Tyrod Taylor coming back. Terrible uh, Dolphins pass defense. Over 30 and a half yards, minus 110. Give me that all day. Yeah, it looks like he's gotten some good involvement these past few games. Yeah, against much um, better teams. They'll be, zoning, they'll be zoning on Brandon Cooks, so yeah, that'll um, free him up. I like it. The double live bet, I love it on a game that I did not want to touch. <laughs> yeah, here we are with two <laughs> units on the board, and 
another great teaser like here, in my opinion. Um, I will mention I do not like teasing the Ravens. Don't tease the Ravens. Um, but I do like teasing the uh, the Texans or the Dolphins here to pick. Um, so we'll throw that in, in our teaser along with uh, the Browns so far. Uh, moving on, Chargers and Eagles in what I view as the strangest spread maybe all year. Um, I mean, the Eagles are at home, but they're one-and-a-half-point dogs. So basically a pick, 50-point over-under. Um, just just really weird. I'm not sure why why it is minus one-and-a-half. I mean, I get that Herbert has not, is slumping right now, He's in, but I don't understand it. I don't. I think if you believe in this Chargers team, you have to you have to bet on the Chargers. Like you have to bet on them here, and you have to bet on them big. Um, like even if you even if you just completely take away what the Eagles have done, like this is a great buy low spot for the Chargers because the line is clearly like Vegas is clearly saying the Chargers are not a very good team here. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think if you still believe in the Chargers, you got you got to take the spread, and that's what we that's what we're doing because we do believe in the Chargers and Justin Herbert and the talent he has. Their defense is very very questionable. Um, but Chargers minus one and a half is way too short. It was definitely in contention for, I believe, both of our best bets, our uh, guaranteed bag of the weeks, I should say. Um, I don't know. What scares me about the Chargers is how bad that rush, that rushing defense is, according to DVOA, at least. Last in the league by a really big margin. Yeah. And, and then the Eagles, and the Eagles of, running yeah. backs just eight Feasted. against – a Detroit, a Detroit uh, rushing offense that's you know six spots ahead of the Chargers. Obviously, that doesn't mean anything in yeah. terms of the spread when the Chargers should be able to put up a, you know, with the, what do what they yeah. need to do. I mean, it's just not gonna, it's just not gonna work when you're playing the Lions. Um, I believe Jalen Hurts threw 14 times. It's just not gonna be the case here. Jalen Hurts is gonna have to, you know, do some stuff on his own. Um, mm-hmm. If they just keep running the ball over and over, the Chargers will, um, like be able to put up points. On the other hand. So, I don't know. I know we took the under originally, but I'm definitely questioning it slightly. I'm definitely definitely questioning it because I do think that if the Chargers are putting, if the Eagles are putting up points, that the Chargers will match. And I do see the Eagles putting up points. So, I don't know. You want to yeah, take that bet out? Should we? Yeah. All I right, think we, we can afford to with these other. We got some solid live bets yeah. here. Yeah. Um, do you lean to the over? I personally think it's just. I want to stay away. I want um, to stay away. I, both these I teams, yeah. Away. Both these teams have had some uh, high-scoring affairs, low-scoring affairs. We've seen multiple different versions of Chargers' offense come out, and the mm-hmm. Eagles still suck. So, fifty is a little high. Yeah, I but, think I think fifty kind of looks right here. Maybe yeah. maybe a bit high, but but yeah, a little too. I feel you. Yeah, but go Chargers. I mean, don't tease the Eagles. Please don't tease the Eagles. Yeah, Chargers. I mean, Chargers gonna blow them out. I really hope the Chargers win this. <laughs> yeah, for real. I want the, I want to see the Chargers do good. All right, moving on to what could have been a phenomenal game. Could still be a good game because of how terrible the Chiefs are, but Vegas is surely not predicting that. Um, Packers at Chiefs. Chiefs seven-point home favorites with a 40-and-a-half over-under. I mean, we got Jordan Love, right, first and foremost. Devontae's yep, back. That's big news. What do you what do you what are you thinking here? Because I definitely switched up a little bit as the week progressed. Initially, initially I was thinking that Green Bay, you know, is very live to win this game. I don't think that's changed much, to be honest. Um 
But I think that, I think it, it it just comes down to Patrick Mahomes and that chief offense still being very dangerous, very deadly, and then the uncertainty you have when you have a new quarterback, backup quarterback stepping in. Um, I think you know everything is set up for the Chiefs to win this. You know if they can if they can just prove that they're actually a good football team. Yeah. So here's my thing. I, I'm not gonna lie. I've done a complete 180. Our original bet was like Packers team total over. I still think the Packers put up points just because of how terrible the Chiefs defense is. I'm not gonna speak on that. I'm like they have they have talent. They have Aaron Jones. I think they just hand if they had Jer- uh, Jordan Love throw zero passes, they put up 17 points probably. Mm-hmm. Um, they just have the talent. They have AJ Dillon back there too to you know relieve Aaron Jones. Um, also. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know anything about Jordan Love. Like, do you even know? I mean, I know he was a relatively high draft pick, right? Yeah, first round. I'm saying, do you know anything about his like his talent, like his skill? Oh no, not much. I don't I mean, even know what he time. looks like. <laughs> yeah. I, I could be walking by him in the street. I wouldn't know it was Jordan Love. Um, at the time, I remember it looked like a terrible draft decision, just because people were thinking that the talent, like, was not the upside yeah. for him, wasn't there to justify a first round pick, especially with anyway, Rodgers. But I've completely, yeah. I've completely changed. This is this Chiefs team, coached by Andy Reid. Seven points is just not is not enough against a backup quarterback. I mean, are you kidding me? This would have been a this would have been like a fourteen point spread, I think, last year, and they're not or maybe like a, maybe like a twelve and a half, thirteen, something like that. And these are the teams are not that different. The Chiefs have Mahomes hasn't looked right, but like he's going to get right. He's not a bad quarterback. Um, I think this is a spot for them to do it. They're still pretty fortunate because I think if Rodgers is there, this is a probably another big loss for the Chiefs, but. Chiefs minus seven is a pick. I think they're pretty safe tees down to minus one. Um, it's not technically in our parlay. I actually, yeah, yeah, it's not in our parlay. I don't know if you want to throw it in there, but I don't see them losing this no, I'm game. Pretty, I'm comfortable with what we have here. At, yeah. I like all of these. Okay. And then we're also going to take the over 48 um, just because the Chiefs are going to get theirs, um, but the Packers should be able to get some too. And then Aaron Jones over 29 and a half receiving yards. Um. I mean, he's a beast. Chiefs defense sucks. And yeah, he might, there he might, he might turn into like a safety blanket for Jordan Love. Pick I can up see like him just becoming a receiver targets. and A.J. Dillon t- getting tw- like 15, 20 hey, carries. Getting the bulk of the carries, yeah. Yeah, which honestly, Definitely. if you want to look at A.J. Dillon uh, rushing props, be my guest. It's a great he's bet. very capable as a runner, yeah. All right, moving on. Um, Cardinals at 49ers. I believe 49ers are now two-point favorites. Um, this is gonna. This is one of the weirdest, weirder ones of the week. So um, many questions in the air. You got Kyler game time decision. You got Debo apparently out. Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, I think out. he's actually questionable. Elijah Mitchell's out. D Hop also questionable. Um, what this line tells me now at 49ers minus two and a half is that there's no like there's not gonna be. Well, let's let's keep it real. Maybe I don't think anyone in the world really knows if there's gonna be Kyler, but mm-hmm. somewhere someone knows that Kyler Murray is not 100. percent um, because if Kyler Murray is 100, percent this line is not 49ers minus two and a half, right? No, definitely um, not. <clears throat> and also, I I think Debo Debo matters. Like he's obviously his receiver, but as, he's good enough that I think he swings the line to like like at least a point. And I think the you gotta entire, give Elijah Mitchell another half point. Yeah, I mean, he's Debo, the entire Debo's, 49ers pass game. Yeah, I'm so glad. I'm so glad he's been he's been balling out because I've loved him. Like, you know. Yeah, and every year fan. in, year out, you're like, yeah. when we're talking fantasy, yeah. you're like, get like, Debo. You got to get Debo. You got to get Debo. This and year, he's paid dividends. Yep. Um, I mean, 
we did snag 49ers money line plus 105 um back when we saw the them as dogs just because i this i read the spread and i was like this doesn't seem quite right i don't think murray's gonna play and i think it's gonna probably move even further toward the niners it's moved more than i would have thought at minus two and a half i don't know if i'd take them but i'm definitely not taking the cardinals i'll tell you that much yeah, we, we, are you going okay. cards? No Debo, no, no uh, Elijah Mitchell, but with if the cards have Kyler and D Hop, I don't even care if Kyler plays, bro, because he's not going to be healthy. Like he's, I don't know. True. Nah, if, if they all don't play, then I take the under. Um, but I, I, I just, give me, just give me, just give me the Niners. Just give me the give me the Niners yeah, plus we'll, money. We'll take the value and just up. not look back. Yeah, because my line's like minus one forty now, so I'm glad we locked that in. Uh. It's a big game, though. I will say, a bet that I kind of like is 49ers to make the playoffs. I was looking at it earlier. You can get plus, like, 170 or something. Really? The Niners to make the playoffs? Yeah. And I think if you think that they can win this game, then you should definitely take that number. I think that – because it's – because honestly, like, right now, it's like the last two seasons NFC are just up for grabs, you know? And I think Mm -hmm. the Niners can certainly fall in there. Um, It's not a guarantee, but – if the Seahawks can't get right, yeah, I mean, um, the Seahawks are kind of falling off a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I the think Saints they are. I think fall off. I think they are. I think they are a top seven team in the NFC. I will say that could be a little biased, but I do think they are. I mean, I think at this point they can definitely beat out the Panthers. You know, yeah, the Panthers should, are the yeah. C, are the seven seed right now, bro. And quick little quick little trivia, because I was just looking at season awards. Who do you think mm-hmm. right now is the odds-on favorite for most rushing rushing touchdowns? Jonathan Taylor, nine years. Uh, okay, he could be. He could be. Um, after last night, but it was James Conner. <laughs> no, that doesn't surprise me actually, because he's had a touchdown or two in every game. It feels like very That's, crazy. But that is that just looks so wrong. It looks unbelievable. Yeah, disgusting. All right, <laughs> Titans at Rams. Um, Rams minus seven, 53 and a half over under. This is another game I've low key switched up on a little bit. Um, but I'm going with the gut. I'm going with the gut. Um, so our pick on this game is Rams minus seven. I think you definitely agree with that, right? Um, yeah, but I thought about it a little longer. And let me ask you, what do you think the spread is if Derrick Henry doesn't get hurt? I'm gonna say Rams at home, maybe like something weird, like four and a half, three and a half. Yeah, so that's the thing. Derrick Henry's good, but he's not worth three points. Um, now you can disagree with me on that. I do. I, I, I do disagree. I think Derrick Henry has been the only reason the Titans are five and two. I mean, the numbers tell the it's story. Just, it's just it's a running. He's a year. at the end of the day, he is still a running back though, and that's. I don't think there's a single running back in the NFL that's worth three points. Um, I think question if there, what do you if there think is that one, their offense looks like without Henry. You know, we got a committee full of just a bunch of no name. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, and you're missing Julio. You got AJ Brown. Tannehill has looked very good at certain times in, in his career, but really, he's working with nothing yeah. at this point except for AJ. But I just, I, I mean, I just think the Titans are kind of being left for dead a little bit after. Really running on the Chiefs, Bills, and um, Colts, three of the stronger teams in the AFC. And well, I guess I can't really say that about the Chiefs anymore, but 
I mean, I just feel like they're kind of being a little disrespected here with the mind with with a t- like a touchdown spread. Um, but and they were like able I said, to beat the Colts without the, with Derrick Henry not doing much of anything. Twenty eight carry with yeah, I mean, he, he had that injury in the whole game. Yeah. yeah, and now, like I said, I'm gonna go for my gut. I'm gonna go with my gut, and we're taking the Rams minus seven because I think the Rams blow them out, <laughs> which is like, you know. I feel like probably it's the strongest not. possibility, but it could yeah, be. And I, uh, it, I think there's value on the Titans here. I really do. If you can get seven and a half, I money line. No, because I, I think the Rams are safe tees here. Um, I was going to suggest replacing the Rams with the Chiefs just because I think that I like the Titans better than the, than the um, Packers. But I don't know. I'll let you. I'll let you say what you think on that. I'm guessing. I mean, I'm having a hard time. I'm having a hard Hard time thinking that the Rams. No, I think no, on the other side fair, of the ball, you got the Rams, who have looked amazing. No, I'll give it to you, bro. I'll give it to you because you're not yeah. wrong. You're not wrong. The Rams are the best team in the NFL, but I just think the Titans are getting disrespected. I don't think they should be a seven point underdog to any team. That's completely. And that fair. brings me. And that brings fair. me. They that brings me to much. my uh, to my long shot bet. So, like I told you, I was looking at season awards. I have two: one mm-hmm. in this game and one in the actually the Monday night game. Tell me what you think of Ryan Tannehill MVP at plus at seventy five to one. So, like, what is that plus seventy five hundred? Yeah. Huh. No, not That's... plus seventy five hundred. Plus seventy five thousand. Wait. Is that uh, plus seventy five thousand? Uh, no, plus seventy five hundred. Plus seventy five hundred. Seventy five thousand. Seventy five thousand. I'd be. Yeah. I'd get you a seventy five thousand dollars on like a dollar, right? Uh. No, I'm not getting you seven fifty. I'm getting you seven fifty. On a dollar. <laughs> this is okay. This is a dollar. Uh, okay. A dollar. A uh, unit bet to win seventy five. Obviously, we wouldn't put a full unit, but I think here's it's, my logic here. Yeah, give me your logic. If you think the Titans are going to be a contender for the top seed in the AFC, which I do, because right now they are the top team in the AFC. They are the one mm-hmm. seed right now. Mm-hmm. MVP takes wins into account so much that if ten, that if they are continue to be a top team, a top seed in the NF in the NFC or the AFC, it's going to be because of Ryan Tannehill, and he will be in the MVP conversation. Like it's just that simple. Um, now he's not. Gonna, there's no way he's going to be a unanimous MVP or anything because of how Henry's carried them to this point. And obviously he could drop off a cliff, but that's where you get the value. I think with the seventy-five to one. Um, I think if you're looking for like a long shot outside of the obvious, um, Tannehill's your guy. Uh, the script's kind of writing itself here. Um, and I think they ran against the Rams. You see this number dropped like 20 to 1, 10 to 1. And he's in like a top 10 conversation, top five. Yeah, no, I mean, I kind of like it. Obviously, the numbers aren't there for Tannehill. And yet, I think Derrick Henry has carried them to a certain extent, but the wins are there. And obviously, he's a quarterback. He's a starting quarterback of the team. So he has, you know, he a lot of that is on him just playing well, playing solid. Yeah. Um, I do lean more towards the the thinking that the Titans fall off with Henry out. I think that's my logic. Uh, contrast a bit with your view of the Titans going forward. But like you said, I think the value, you made a really good argument about the value yeah. and the fact that if he win, he, he does beat the Rams, his odds yeah. will shoot up. But that's all That's all I've got there. Bears and Steelers. Steelers minus six at home. 40-point um, over-under. Um we're going with the Bears. First bet on the Bears. First bet on the Bears all year, right? Nah, I think uh, we, we had them we had them against the Bengals, I think. Against the spread? 
Yeah. Mm, okay. But this is, I mean, I'm in agreement with you here. Six and a half. We got, it's way too much. Steelers, Steelers are like a, Steelers are the Bears with like maybe a few more skill position players on on both sides of the ball. I don't know. They like they're very similar yeah, no, teams. I mean, for being honest, terrible offense, good defense. I loved what I saw from Justin Fields last week. Um, he, I mean, he looked he looked incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Show. I that. don't. He, I don't think that that's. I don't know if you want to attribute that to Nagy having COVID. I don't want to just simply chalk it up like a lot of fans are, but you can't deny that the play calling was very different and it allowed him to excel against the Niners defense. That's pretty good. Um, yeah. I mean, they, they utilize one of his biggest skills, which is his legs. And he was, he had literally turned like what, 10 carries and over a hundred yards on the yeah, ground. No, he, looked, he looked great. He had that fourth and one conversion, which was just insane. Play of the um, year, arguably. I mean, I think that the Steelers are going to probably win this one, but I'm still willing to throw a little money line bet in there just for fun, a little Monday night action. Um, now, if the Steelers do win this game, uh, I mean, which they likely will, I saw they have the Texans next week. I mean, they're looking, they're looking pretty good for playoffs, which is kind of weird because we did leave them for dead um, after they went <laughs> we one did three. At a certain point, yeah. And that brings me to my like long shot bet for the Steelers, which is, I think if you can find like a Najee with Derrick Henry going down, it's kind of both of my long shots are tied to Derrick Henry going down. If you can find like a Najee Harris to like lead the league in rushing. Um, I, I wouldn't hate that. I wouldn't hate that at all. Um, I think as the season progresses, they're going to try to stray further and further away from Big Ben. Um, you know, you don't want to be like week 17 and having Ben through like 40 times. Obviously, he is their best player on the offense, I believe. Um, my only problem is that he gets a little bit too much done in the receiving game. You know, he's not necessarily getting the carries every week. Um, but I mean, who's his, who's his competition really, would you say? Jonathan Taylor, obviously. Maybe Nick Chubb. Um, um let's see. Pure let's rushing yards. Uh what's that other who's the other guy who got Joe Mixon? Yards? Joe Mixon Joe Mixon in the Joe Mixon, right. Five seventy two, but I don't think Mixon gets there. I mean, I'm just saying you could probably find him at like thirty to forty to one. And I think yeah. that's that's more than enough. I'm not sure the exact odds, but anyway, those are all the games. Uh just to reiterate our teaser. I think I forgot to mention 49ers plus seven and a half that we grabbed. Looking real good now. Wait, dude, real wait, real quick side note. Is it true that Mark Ingram has the third most rushing yards right now at 615? Nope. I don't even need to. I don't know wow. what you're Go to the NFL, the NFL website right now. 21 20, 20 players stats rushing. I think this must, this be, has bro. to be a typo. I'm Mark seeing Henry Taylor Chubb mix in, bro. Henry Taylor Chubb makes it. All right, you know what? We can move on from this, but I'm going to send you a picture on Snapchat of your what I'm seeing. Gl- your shit is glitch. <laughs> I'm going to find him. No, I'm going to find him, bro. I'm gonna, yeah, he's he's 35th, bro. He's behind Khalil Herbert. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll move on for now. But Anyway, yeah. Najee's at 11th right now. So. Oh, Damian Harris, too. I forgot about that guy. All right, Rams minus 1.5, 49ers plus 7.5, Dolphins money line, Browns plus 8.5. Plus 320. I think if you want to choose two that you like, I like Chiefs as well. Mix and match. We're just doing it, you know. I know technically when you do six-point teasers, you're supposed to just do two teams, so maybe we'll split it up. But, um, yeah. And then to reiterate, guaranteed bags, you've got Pats minus 3.5 versus the Panthers, and I've got Cook over 96.5 total yards. Dalvin Cook, that is. Um, 
I got to get on my horse. But uh, anything, <laughs> anything else you want to add before we wrap up? No, I think that I think that sums it up. We, yeah, I we think got, we had a little of everything in this one. Some long yeah, shots. Yeah, that does it for week nine. Yeah, let's uh, let's go make some money. Hopefully, we see you uh, as richer men. Week ten. Week ten. Yeah.